You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition, whoop, whoop, of Everyday Attraction here with your feel-good sisters. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we're calling we're coming to you from the beautiful state of California. I don't know why I need to say that, but it's just fun. It's fun to know where in the world we're anchored. Where are you? I love our listeners. We're so happy that you're here. As you know, we talk about the law of attraction, maybe in a way that you haven't heard anywhere else because we do study these leading edge teachers. So we welcome to you to our metaphysical porch where Heather and I are just kicking back. You can't see it, but we're in our rocking chairs. We're just kind of moving back and forth. What are you drinking? What are you drinking, Heather? What are you drinking? <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm going to have, oh my goodness, I had this great drink the other day and it was like mango juice and chia seeds and then it had jalapeno and vodka. It was a cocktail thing and it was so good. Okay, you lost me on the vodka. That was hysterical because I'm like, oh yeah, here's the whole California thing and suddenly you have vodka. Chia seeds and vodka, is that actually legal? I don't know if you can combine those two together. Oh my gosh, I <laughs> love chia seeds and I love jalapeno. So there was like sliced jalapeno in the drink. So it was sweet, sweet, sour, spicy and alcoholic I love favorite. it I love it so <laughs> so if you can picture Heather's on her porch on the porch with me just rocking in her big white rocking chair with this crazy drink in her hand and I'm actually you know what I'm still I'm still stuck on my Kentucky lemonade which is it does have a little bit of a twist to it but I'm having just come back from North Carolina a couple weeks ago loving the whiskey loving the bourbon have it to say. All right. So we're, we're going to do a little bit of lemonade, a little bit of bourbon. Life is good. And I can't believe we're both drinking alcoholic drinks. This is supposed to be a spiritual show, Heather. Um, hello. <laughs> um, it's all God, as they say. It's all God. So we welcome you to this show today. We, we love to talk about leading edge teachers, which we think we are. But we also like to talk about those who are doing some interesting work. And of course, we are big fans. We're Abrahamites. We love the Abrahams. We love, love, love the work of Esther Hicks. And it gives us a jumping off point, really. It gives us an excuse to kind of go deep into these wonderful, delicious laws of attraction that we can bring into our everyday life. And so we really use Abraham as that bouncing point to get deeper into how it is that we can really have more joy, more authenticity, and just kind of chill a bit more about how life is unfolding in the way that it is. So this week... Or or the summation of that is be in the feel-good flow in your body. Like feel it in your head, your 
stomach, your toes, you know, your hips, all of it. I love it. We are, we love the feel good flow, which means we are in alignment internally, but we're also loving the physical. We love life. We love to eat. We love to swim. We love to be our toes in the sand. We love the physical. And I think that's something in a lot of spiritual shows we can, uh, we get a little bit too much on the metaphysical and not enough in the physical. So we like to marry the two. And of course, Abraham is all about that. They're all about like have more fun, relax, chill. Most problems will resolve themselves if you stop doing that thing you're doing. So this is, you know, spirituality in a fun, delicious, oh, I just got like a water slide kind of just let go and slide because all is truly well. And this is in, we're really here for fun. What we're going to talk about on today's show specifically is what the benefits are of alignment. We talk a lot every week about alignment, 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 which in our kind of quote terms is being up to speed with source energy, being in the viewpoint of the broader you, the eternal you, that you that is in the upper echelons of the vibrational spectrum, the the love, the joy, the enthusiasm. How, what are the benefits of staying in alignment? Why do we care? Why do we want to do that? We're going to talk a lot about that today. We're also going to talk about how to best serve others. Because obviously, if you're on the spiritual path, many of us are And, you know, being of service is really important, but there is such an important understanding of these laws in order to truly be of benefit to others and not um, to get out there and serve uh, to the point where you lose your own connection. So we're going to talk a little bit about how to serve others, how to be a healthy uplifter. And I want to start... Heather, by talking about this word that I love, that I that is so much a part of the track we're going to listen to from Abraham, um, replenish, replenish. So they say in this this track that we're going to focus on that when you are in alignment, when you are, you know, resistant free, your mind, your body, your soul is being replenished by source. I I really love that. I love that too. You know, one of the things that reminds me of is abundance because when there's an abundance, everything, like no matter how much you use up, I was just doing a a visualization this morning about a trough, like a trough full and full of food or full of water. And then the more you take, the more there is. So it's just continually replenishing itself in abundance. I love that visual. And I think for many of us who are, you know, working moms and dads and we are employees and we're business owners and we've got, you know, 10 different hats that we're doing and we're homeowners and we're doing all these things. Replenishment is really important because we're out there, we're doing a lot of action, but this idea of being able to replenish because source is always beaming that unending energy at us. And we're the only ones that we talked about on last week's show, put the umbrella up and block the energy. And oftentimes I think, especially with being parents, it is so, so important to take the time to replenish yourself and not get to that ragged edge where it's really hard to, to allow them the the kids to be where they are, you know, and actually, if you remember the the guy who sits in the hot seat that we're going to listen to, the first thing he says is, you know, I just can't get too tired and then go home and be with my kids because then I really get out of alignment. So this idea of prioritizing your, your replenishment is really so important on this spiritual path. And it's not being selfish. 
It's not. It's the absolute opposite of it. It's caring enough that you want to be of, of, of service. You want to be available. So you take the time to align. Take the time to align. Oh, bumper sticker. Take the time to align. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you take time to align, baby? Well, for me, source um, connection. So listening to Abraham, channeling, working with clients. Anytime I'm connecting with source, then in my body, laughing, sex, and working out. Hey, those are good. Those are good ones. Now, those are on. Some of those are on the physical plane. Some of those are in, in the mental plane. Um, do you find that that you get more juice from doing the internal work and aligning, or does some of that external stuff just bring you right into alignment? I need to do all of it. Like I can't do one without the other. And energetically, I do these exercises, like the bubble exercise, to create my my boundaries, my energetic boundaries. And I think because we're 90% non-physical, I, I need to do, you know, the majority of the non-physical, but the physical is that anchor, that grounding. So if I do 90-10, if I'm 90% non-physical and 10% physical, I try to do 90% energetic and spiritual work and then at least 10% physical work. I like that. That's a good ratio. I found, um, like last night I had this experience where I was just exhausted and I, and I knew it was my own mental resistance that was creating a lot of this exhaustion because when we resist source, which is beaming, beaming, beaming at us, that's when we get tired because we've got that we're, you know, we're holding that proverbial umbrella up and pushing back. You know what I wanted to do? I just wanted to go lie in my room with the lights off the windows were open and it was just kind of being, I didn't want to fall asleep. I didn't want to meditate. I just wanted to be silent. There was something so replenishing and so aligning about, you know, just being present and source will take over. I mean, this isn't a lot of work. It isn't a lot like, okay, I got to get my thoughts in line. If you just release the good feeling flow is so dominant. And this is something that I don't think we talk enough about. The fact that the good feeling flow and the positive energy is really so dominant on the planet. We, if we can just do a little bit of pivoting toward that direction and releasing, it's just, this is this is really the spiritual, the spiritual um, process is about letting go more than bringing stuff on, which I love that. It's I think you said something... Yeah, you said something really key about it being dominant on the planet. I think it's possible some people would disagree with you in the sense that if you listen to people, you might not sense the dominance. But if you look at nature, you can know it's true. Yeah, you look at the nature, you can look at the animal kingdom. And, you know, coming right from what Abraham talks about, they basically said we couldn't mess. I mean, our energy is powerful, but the dominance of source we really can't mess it up. Um, we can make ourselves miserable and we can have a really bad time, but we can't um, destroy that because I think sometimes people get into, oh, we're, you know, we're going to take the planet down. No, not really. Um, you know, source is so dominant and everything is moving in that direction of that. So we can kind of rest in that. If we can just shut up, I mean, <laughs> a spiritual shut up. Um, because I think oftentimes our beautiful minds want to just continue to think, 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 push, push, push. And it's just, you know, unplugging a little bit and allowing that stream, welcoming that stream in because it is present, so present. It's just, you know, just pivoting. I love that word pivot because it's not a leap. It's not a gigantic. It's just a 
pivot to allow that good feeling flow to come in. Just allow it. Once you stop thinking, it's amazing how the good feeling flow is like <laughs> this happy puppy just ready to come in <laughs> and lick your face. You know what I mean? I love that mm-hmm. about. Well, go ahead. it goes into our my theory, which was that we're a little bit over. Um, I don't know if the word stimulated, maybe overstimulated in our mind or over practiced. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like we're overdeveloped mentally and underdeveloped energetically. So again, with that 90, 10, if we're 90% non-physical and 10% physical, but we give all of our attention to, let's say our thoughts, then we're letting our 10% run our life, which it just gets out of whack because it can take us down a rabbit hole that isn't really accurate and we're working 10 times harder than if we let the 90% lead us and just allow the flow to take us. It's just so much easier. I love that. We really get crossways of our guidance. And when we Mm -hmm. get crossways of our guidance, you know, it's really tough to be of um, really any value to ourselves or anyone else. You know, when we get crossways and we get into that, you know, that 10, that 10% and start to, to really try to make things happen. And then we try to be of service to others. Ooh, that's really tough. That's really tough because your alignment is restorative as we've talked about. And so if you're not spending the time and doing the, the actions internal and external to practice that alignment on a daily basis, and then you're getting crossways of your guidance. And now you're working so hard and really not being of benefit to anyone. <laughs> Right. Double booby prize. Including yourself and especially yourself. Yeah. And so, you know, our alignment is is really about spending time in the truth of who we are, which I love because that's really where some interesting momentum is. Um, One of the quotes that we'll listen to in a bit that I am just loving is, you know, you're born to uplift, but you can't unless you are uplifted. You know, so your your upliftment has to be priority. And I know this seems pretty rudimentary, elementary, but, but oftentimes we think it's the opposite, you know, that we have to be uplifting to others in order to uplift. This is the flip side living. This is the counterintuitiveness that Abraham is constantly bringing to our attention. It's like, no, you can't uplift first unless you've been uplifted. You know, you've got to give from the abundance, not give from the scarcity in order to get the abundance. So it's, it's this demonstration, you know, so a lot of times we as spiritual seekers and people of love, we want to cheer someone up, you know, we want to, we want to be that reason that they're feeling good. Um, We want to get a response from them. But all of this is upstream, and not really in alignment with of, of who we are, you know, it's it, sure your intention may be to cheer someone up, but you've got to be cheered up first. And you've got to stay in that. And whether they get cheered or not, can't matter. Can't matter. Can't matter. Can't matter. And it, it's, it kind of reminds me, and I know you're much more um, knowledgeable about the Bible than me. I'm not really in the religious realm. But the story about um, you can give a person a fish or you can teach them how to fish. Right. So serving others, you can either think you're serving them by doing things for them or by raising your vibration, which is teaching them how to raise their vibration. Right. I mean, it's no one's job to replace 
you know, your connection with source and you can't replace their connection with source in as much as we'd like to be able to just hand that over and, and, you know, be able to give it. It's, it's really not what we're here for. We're here to sort of beam and anyone who's in the vicinity of our beam can benefit from it and all's well. But I, I think when we talk about service, service has to be sort of a, a natural outcome of who you already are. It can't be something that you intend to do because I think sometimes when you try to use service as a way to feel better or to make up or to try to fix something, you see how we kind of get off kilter. You know, um, we get into that conditional world that Abraham has been talking a lot about recently, that we have to have this person happy or this person fulfilled or this. I mean, I'm sure as, you know, as a teacher yourself and Heather, as a, as a coach, you have to, I would imagine, be careful uh, or not careful, but aware of the fact that you're not, you know, measuring for how much you're affecting your clients or how much impact they're having or the kind of feedback. How do you kind of stay clear on that? I have a way that I assess if someone's an ideal client or not. And so I choose who I want to work with based on that um, vibrational match or, you know, how as a coach, we always are usually one or two or three steps ahead of someone else. So you're in a vibrational vicinity. So I always invite to work with people that are in a similar vibration I love it. So there's a, a good match. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the replenishment of alignment, but also how you can be a powerful um, uplifter while still staying truly connected to who you really are. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central. 1 p.m. Eastern on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
We now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given. Welcome back. After the break, you're listening to your Feel Good Sisters here on Everyday Attraction on Unity Online Radio and so many other distribution networks. Now we're being picked up by quite a few, so we just love you all and we give our metaphysical wave and thank you for listening to the show. Um, I had somebody come up to me at Unity the other day and say, hey, aren't you the one? Aren't you a Feel Good Sister? And I was like, yes. Let's go, Feel Good Sisters. (laughs) It was really fun. It was so exciting. So we love it when we get to interact with you. And and also, before we get back to the topic, we want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. We thank them so much for their contribution to our show. We want to thank doTERRA, which is Pure Organic Essential Oils for your health, your wealth, your well-being. Um, As we've talked about on the show, more and more scientific researchers finding the effect of aroma on the brain and especially the feel-good centers, emotional centers of the brain. So by simply breathing in these powerful, powerful vibrational allies, these oils which you can diffuse very easily, you can shift into the feel-good flow because it's nice to have some support. And I I am just, as I I was telling Heather just before we started uh, the show, I am loving Balance, which is a blend of about six different oils, including like frankincense and cinnamon and chamomile. It's so good. And I diffuse it in my room, in my office. So you can learn more about how you use essential oils for your alignment and your emotional well-being by going to our website at everydayattraction.com. And also we have some wholesale pricing that we've set up with doTERRA that you can actually get some of these oils 30 40% cheaper than you would um, in the general marketplace. So check it out. And also, when you are at our website at everydayattraction.com, you'll see our blog, but you'll also see how to book a session with Heather, our alignment coach, and, um, and our own very personal channel here on the show. So if you're an influencer that needs support, she's offering a special for the summer months for those who are leading in business and want to take it to the leading edge to build their vision, to expedite your expertise, your enterprise. She can help you bring these powerful principles into your work life, into your business. This is really for visionaries, for leaders, for spiritual entrepreneurs, for people who want to lead with source, which is an incredible business plan. So check it out. Um, Go to our website again at everydayattraction.com. Book a session and um, give that to yourself. We're here to support you, and Heather is an incredible ally. So check it out. Book a session, and again, we're offering some discounted prices for this summer so that you can get what you need. So thank you, Heather, for that. So back to the show. So we're talking today about how to stay in alignment, why to stay in alignment. We talked a little bit in the first part of the show about the importance of replenishment and being replenished, but also this idea of how we can be of service to others when we're in alignment. And I want to bring up um, a track... And again, as you know, we listen to a little bit of Abraham, we give you a little appetizer, but we do encourage you to go to their main site, which is abraham-hicks.com. They're traveling the country as they do, doing incredible workshops and cruises and all kinds of wonderful things. So we encourage you to go and purchase their material and listen to their wonderful content and, and attend their events. But on this particular cruise, this was the recent Caribbean cruise, 2015, And they were talking about the benefits of practicing alignment. And and we really get into this idea of the benefits for you, but also the benefits 
for those you love and that those you're trying to uplift, that you want to be of service to. So let's listen to a little bit and we'll, we'll get more deeper into it. Here we go. There's this thing that so many of you do. So let's say that you begin to recognize that your enthusiasm for this day or this moment or this experience is waning a little bit. You can feel. It's early and it's subtle, but you've decided that you're going to take Abraham at our word and you're not going to push through. You're not going to stay up just because everybody else wants to, or you're not going to persevere. You're going to serve yourself. You're going to be kind to yourself. You're going to follow your path of least resistance. So you get the rest that is good for you. And in that action, which was inspired from emotion, you find alignment and you practice it and you are usually there. Since alignment is the restorative factor of who you are, it restores your clarity it restores your abundance. It restores your vitality. It's the restorative, regenerative. It's the replenishment of who you are. So if you are selfish enough to care about that, then you have so much to give to your children and others. But if instead you get sideways in your understanding of this and you hear that you're supposed to serve others, which means you're not tending to what your guidance is telling you. Instead, you're superimposing what you think someone else needs or wants from you. So you are serving them. You're staying up later than you really want to or than really feels good to you. And so you're giving everything that you've got. You're giving until you are pinched off from the replenishment. And then, even though you're there, you're not tuned in, tapped in, turned on. You're not giving even anything close to the best of yourself. In your attempt to be all things to all people, or even a lot of things to some people, what happens is you get crossways of your own guidance system. We're going to say something really bold to you, to all of you, and that is, if your primary intention is in service of others, and we're not saying don't help others, don't uplift others, don't serve others, we're saying you must replenish yourself first or you have nothing to serve them with. Since that replenishment factor is essential to any advantage that you offer to anyone, we want to say that when you put others first, it backfires 100% of the time. Because when that becomes your habit, when that becomes your attitude, when that becomes your behavior, when that becomes your practiced way of living, then you begin to feel resentful because... No one can reflect back to you enough appreciation to make up for what you are missing in the not allowing yourself alignment with who you really are. You cannot use something that is outside of you and something that's inside of you as guidance at the same time. When your intention is the relationship between you and you, and you get good at reviving yourself, good at finding the subtle stages of it, good at staying tuned in before the momentum takes you far from it. Then, oh then, your timing's right, the things that you say is just right, your playfulness is right, everything about you is good, you are the uplifter that you were born to be. Not the server that you were born to be, because you weren't born to be a server. You were born to uplift, but you can't uplift unless you are uplifted, you see. And so everyone, everyone you know, has access to their own upliftment. 
And so the way you serve others is by demonstrating through your own relationship with your own inner being what alignment really is. And so as you move around happy and smiling and feeling good and vital and replenished, others can benefit by the power of your example. But if you then get all tuned up, all filled up, all full of yourself, and then you see someone else who could use some, and you decide that you're going to cheer them up, you decide that you're going to measure your behavior against their response to you. So you give your undivided or nearly undivided attention to them. How are they responding? And there's usually more than just your children. There's usually a whole cadre of those that you're trying to find their response to you. And so now their response is what you're looking for. But you can't count on it. Because you can't count on them being tuned in, tapped in, turned on. Sometimes they are. Even often they are. But often they are not. And so as you are looking for that, you're looking for that alignment in all the wrong places, you see. And so before you know it, the momentum of that is one of you don't bring me flowers anymore. You don't make me feel the way you used to make me feel. I don't feel the way I used to feel. I like the way you made me feel when I was the only object of your attention and you gave me your undivided attention. Well, that only lasts a little while with anyone, you see. It's no one's job to replace your connection with Source. And when you ask them to, you do a disservice to yourself and to them. And when you try to do it for them, you do a disservice for them. It is like saying to them, I see that you have not found your own alignment with Source, so I will dance a jig so that you will find alignment. I will do anything that I can think of doing so that you will find alignment because I see that you cannot do it for yourself. And it doesn't take much of that before you begin to believe that and you begin to looking for others for the upliftment or for the fulfillment that you seek. But it's always an empty promise because it was never theirs to give. It was never theirs to give. What you're looking for was never someone else's to give. Oh, they can inspire it through their connection and you know that. Don't you know those attractive people? Don't you love when someone gets tuned in, tapped in, turned on? Don't you enjoy the geniuses of your world who tune in and find those inventions or tune in and find that music or tune in and find that art or that passion? You are drawn to those who are in that state of being, but they cannot shine their light on you. You've got your own connection to your own light, you see. So good. So, so good. You know, and I like to talk about this specifically around parenting um, because I think, you know, for friends and maybe even employers, you can get this down. But, boy, it gets a little tricky when it's kids for me. This is kind of where, you know, where the idea of super serving um, can get challenging. Because, yeah. that, you know, there is that that need and that want to make it easier for them and to be their source. And, to you know, well, it's kind of tricky because you are their money. They're their, you know, a lot of times you're how they eat. That's how they get food. It can be a little distracting to think, well, I am kind of their source where you're not, you're not. And, and I think that can get tricky. Um, you know, when, when we look at that disservice to them, when we say, Oh, let me do that for you, or let me be your path of least resistance. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I think I've been working with this, gosh, the last time I was, well, one of the first times I was in the hot seat, Elise was like two. So she's nine. So I've been thinking about this for seven plus years. I mean, I've been thinking about it longer than that. But um, I think what I finally came to was that um, as if I talk from my best self or my highest self, 
to talk to their highest self and just connect to them and talk to them so much about their connection all the time. You know, like I'm always talking about their connection. At some point, they are just focusing on their connection. That's all I can do. Right. I like this because I, I just thought about this, um, this this idea of actually talking to their high self non-verbally even when they're showing you their low self, like their disconnected self. Yeah. Because that's natural. I mean, it's going to be part of it. It's part of being on planet Earth. But, you know, when I know when my little one gets into his sort of disconnected, you know, this isn't fair, you know, kind of uh, stampede of emotions and thoughts. I love this idea of just allowing that to not reacting because that's kind of key, right? Not reacting to that particular energy vortex and and maybe silently connecting in with his broader knowing and his and just sort of beaming that back. I like the idea of that so that you're not, you know, having to get in there and do the work. You know, I, I love remembering that we each have our own connection and don't be don't be confused that the that, that, that the younger ones don't have a, a connection all of their own. They do. You know, they're not sharing yours. They're not sharing your connection. They do have and even if they are young. They they have, of course, sometimes an even more clearer connection. They might not be able to verbalize it, but it's there. And I think trusting that and really not waiting to count on someone else's response to get our alignment. Let's talk about that. Boy, talk about unconditional loving and unconditional living. Imagine in, in all of your relationships, whether it be with a significant other or your children or your employer, just just imagine in this moment the idea of being truly happy and connected regardless of the behavior of others, regardless of the behavior of others, to not count or need anyone's response to be anything in order for you to be happy, healthy, and on your way. Ooh, I love that because the freedom, I mean, just feel the freedom in that. Your boss is in a bad mood. Oh, well, oh, well, you know that all your good comes from source. So let them be. But that's how you super serve someone. That's how you be of service. You don't buy into it. You stay in that place of that high vibrating connection. I can't believe we have to take another another break. Don't go away. We're going to come back and talk more about this delicious way to serve yourself to serve source and to be of service to others all in one fun, fabulous, feel good way. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Ever notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, Join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time 
here on Unity Online Radio. Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it... You've been listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back to the break. We are ripping through this concept context, and I'm here with my feel-good sister, Heather, and we're talking about how to be in alignment and the benefits of alignment for not only your own restorative self, your mind, your body, to be connected to source, to take the time and the practice in your daily, everyday life to get connected, however that is for you. It is a, it is such a personal relationship, but however you get connected, the benefits of alignment are just massive. And we're talking before the break about how everyone in your family and in your work and in your friends and in your community can really benefit from your practice of alignment because we step back and we say, I'm only measuring for my connection to source, not your response to me. It is a daily revival, you know, coming from my, you know, deep Christian background. We, and especially from the South, we love a good revival. <laughs> That's what I love about you. I have no religious background or Southern background. So I'm like, oh, I love this. This is awesome. We love the revival. And, you know, <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts of the, of the Christian experience. But we want to have a daily revival. Sometimes, some days, people, it's an hourly revival <laughs> where we step back into that connection. And, and everyone benefits because... You know, 100% of the time, and Abraham said this so clearly in the track that we listened to, that when you put others first, which is, you know, quite frankly, a message that we heard a lot from our religious roots, you know, to be of service, to put others first, to, you know, to take the back seat, to, you know, to really allow others to be the, you know, the number one that Abraham is saying, listen, this is the new technology, 100% of the time that's going to backfire because you have to be filled up first. You have to be uplifted first in order to be an uplifter. So that's that's 100% backfire. I think that's a, that's a pretty good benchmark to remember, right? Yeah. 
100% of the time. So what, what does it feel like when we start to put others first? Let's talk a little bit about that. How do you know on the emotional scale? Let's talk about emotions. How do you know when you've started to put others first? Mm. I can feel the sensation in my body. What is that? Well, I think there's some level of um, lack of choice, like all of a sudden it's decided for you that you're responsible for something and you have no option. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we can almost, I don't know. I think resentment has a taste. I was going to say freedom list, but what is freedom list? Resentment could be right. It could be resentment or it could just be discontent. Yeah. We start to feel, I, I like, that's a really good breadcrumb on the trail. You know you have put others first when, when you really start to feel that lack of freedom, like you, like you don't have choices. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you say yes more than you say no, there, there might be something to look at. Um, <laughs> I'm being gentle. You know, as you start, because I, I really think if you're, if you're putting your alignment first and you're really seeing that that is the oxygen that, to which you can then give, um, you're going to say no more than you're going to say yes. Because let's face it, there's too many opportunities going on for you to say yes to everything. And right. St- and still be in alignment. I mean, maybe there's some like super servers out there that can prove this wrong. But for most, for the most of us, if you're not saying no more than you're saying yes, there might be some opportunities for you to see that you're not choosing alignment over being of service to others. Well, and one of the things um, about that, just in the no yes category. So I was talking to a couple of clients of mine recently about that. When people can't make a decision, they're like, I can't decide. I can't decide. And I'm like, well, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. Oh, I love that. So I love it. Let's say that again. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. It's a no. I know. I love that. If you so, wanna, I, so yeah. then my, my bumper phrase is if, um, it's a no unless you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one too. It's an N-O unless you K-N-O-W. Yeah. Because we always want to know. Like, oh, I want to know. What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? Well, you just decided. It's If it's not like I got to do this, oh my gosh, I can't not do this, then it's a no. So like you said, if you we should actually go ahead and say no. And that's one of the ways we f- are taking care of sh- care of and replenishing ourselves and not taking care of someone else first. So that's, I love that. Thank you. I love that. And it's really, it's so that we can be the uplifters that we came to be. This is not so that you cannot be what you want to be in that. It's that it feels really, really good to be of service. It feels good to be an uplifter, but only if your trough is overflowing so full, you can hardly, I love that visual, so replenished that all you want to do is give of it. That's a different place um, that we're talking about. But this idea that, um, you know, this, this, this emotion of being pinched off, I think is really interesting. And you can get it in the early subtle stages when you're saying yes, when you want to say no, you're feeling responsible. There's the big R word. And you're feeling like, you know, you want to be responsible and you're more concerned about how this will look to someone than how you're feeling. That's a real indication that you're not choosing alignment over, um, over everything. If you're starting to weigh how someone's going to look at you or what your you know responsibilities are and how that might impact how someone, this is all kind of showing you that your priority is not alignment. And that, that's a key thing to look at because if we're exhausted at the end of the day, 
that means there's there's some umbrellas going up, and this is where we get to sort of break it down and see that, you know, I'm saying yes to everything, or I'm saying yes to this one person because I'm really concerned about how they see me. And if they like me, then this will go well, and that, blah, 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 that's all 100% backfire. It's going to 100% backfire. I love, it's, it's almost like a permission slip. It's a permission slip from source to say no, because it doesn't feel good, and that has to be enough. I mean, if you have to make up excuses, you know, you have to, but... Ultimately, you know that your benchmark is this is not going to keep me in the alignment that I know and that I love. And, you know, what we want is enough time in that restorative energy so, so that we have tons of clarity and we have tons of abundance so that when we do get asked to serve, we're coming from that place of hell yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I will And it, it feels so good. Just even thinking about the way it feels in your body. Like if you think about what a hell yes feels like, where is it in your body? And what's the emotion? What's the vibration? What is it doing? You know, for me it's expanding just from my my second chakra out and my heart open and it's just kind of like all through my core just opening up. Yes, and we love to serve. We love to be of service as long as we're coming from that totally restored, ready to give kind of place. And and only in our own inner sanctum, in our own inner life, are we able to gauge that. No one can tell us that ahead of time. No one can tell us that, you know, prior to something happening. We have to really kind of connect in. But if we've done our alignment practices, if we've if we've actually really been discerning about, you know what, I'm going to go take this time to, to hook up. I'm going to go take this time to align. I'm going to take this time to prioritize that inner relationship with my inner being. Then when opportunities come along, you're going to be ready to go. You're going to be like, oh, I, you know, somebody needs something. I'm checking in with myself. I've done my work. I can, I can do this. I can be flexible. I can be available, which feels really good. You know, yes. that, that demonstration, that demonstration is really important, I think, because um, that's the kind of momentum, um, you know, Abraham talked about in that, that segment that we listened to about the relationship between you, big Y, and you, little Y. And I think that relationship is so important and understanding, you know, how it is on an everyday basis, do you serve that big you? And I love that, you know, little why, big why, and what's the difference, and how does how does it feel? And I, this isn't a heady thing; it's really uh, a visceral, like a knowingness. So instead of thinking about what's the difference, it's like feeling into it. Yes, and I I love the benefits of it. You know, like if. When you prioritize this alignment practice, it makes you then really set yourself up for a glorious ability to give freely and to give without resentment and to give without struggle. And I love to to be in that place of service. But unless I do that work before, it just doesn't happen. It ends up me, you know, you know, you know, you're out of alignment. You do like, you know, you're out of alignment when. When. <laughs> You know, you gotta say it with a little accent. <laughs> yeah, you know you're a redneck when um, when you start doing pro and con lists about whether you should go do something for somebody, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? I mean, that definitely is flag on the play flag. You know, you're in alignment when. 
Well, and I, it's funny because for me, I know in the past in my dating world, I'd be like, oh, should I go out with this guy again or, you know, and so it's, it's just, I don't know how we do this to ourselves. We start second guessing ourselves and start checking in. Well, what about this? And what about that? We start analyzing the pros and cons are one way, but also just being in our head too much. And just instead of saying, what feels good when I focus on what, what is it that feels good when I focus on it, you know? Yes. Yes. And that, and knowing that that is source communicating to you in that non-verbal, non-physical way. And that's a language. It's a language all in of itself. Um, I think it's really important too to, to point out the disservice that we do to others when, when we are connected and we start to try to, uh, as Abraham said, you know, let me dance a jig for you in order to help you out of your funk. Um, I do think it's important to, to really hone in on that, especially when it comes to parenting again, because I think there is this idea that we'll rush in and make it better. And I do this. I absolutely do this where I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be his path of least resistance because I just don't want to have to deal with this emotional outburst. Um, or I don't want to have to deal with this situation. And it, again, 100% of the time backfires. So this, this idea to really understand from a principle standpoint that we're dis, we're a disservice to others when we act outside of our alignment, outside of the good, good feeling flow. It may not seem to them because they want you to be the path, their path of least resistance. But I loved in the last part of that segment, how Abraham was so clear about how you then rob them. And I think, you know, for me, this really shows up a lot with teenagers. We think it shows up with little kids, but what shows up for me with teenagers is they want to resist so bad. So they're like, push, push, push against you. I don't need you. I don't need you. You know, I can do this on my own, which is great because we want them to do it on their own. But when we listen to their inner guidance there, or when I listen to my daughter's best self or her higher self, she's just saying, I still want you. I just want you to show up in a different way for me than you do as a telling me what to do kind of parent. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that's a that's a flip. That's a different way of being, you know. Um, I, I love how Abraham, Abraham always talks about the fact that, you know, kids, although it seems like all their good is coming through their parents, they have infinite connection to resources, you know, so I think the classic example of, you know, when you go to the, the grocery store or the toy store and it's just like, please, mommy, please, I have to have this. Or even, you know, even with teenagers, like they have to have something, they absolutely have to have something or they will die. I think it's so important for us in our own inner, inner knowing to step back and, and just visualize and step into the fact that they have infinite possibilities of creation with this planet. And it's not having to come through you. And that you don't have to feel guilty or whatever that, that emotion comes up when you can't give them exactly what they're asking for. And that you are doing a service to them when you step back and know that doesn't feel good to me. That doesn't feel right to me. And, um, and really allow them to see, to practice that, that they're being given from all kinds of resources um, and that their ability to self-soothe is, is the biggest gift that you can give them. Mm. it's it's tough when they're having a meltdown so for any parents out there that are saying oh I can't you know um, hold back from my kids I can't not give to them or I'll feel guilty you will give to them just from a self-soothing 
teaching them like a bigger way. It's so much bigger giving to them in this way. It's so much bigger and it's infinite. It's infinite. And it's something that they will be able to use all of their lives um, to be able to self-soothe is the, one of the most important principles in our own spiritual growth, you know, because then we start to be inwardly directed. We see that our resources come from inside and that it's infinite and not from the circumstances or what's happening outside. So, well, we've come to the end of our hour, we hope. And I think we know that you heard something this hour that's going to stick with you throughout your everyday attraction week. And you'll have an everyday takeaway so that when you are in this beautiful action, physical world, you'll see, ah, I have now overgiven or I now have stepped out of my alignment and do what it is that is best for you, that spiritual, gorgeous, divine being that you are. And we just send out love and appreciation for your time and your willingness to go deep on this leading edge and so simple and elegant way to be a powerful uplifter in the world. Heather, thank you. Kisses thank out. you, Ray. You're amazing. And the way you uplift in the world is so beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you, darling. It is so fun to rock on this porch with you. And as we always say, feel good, sister. Feel good, sister. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com attraction. Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today. Sendoutcards.com slash attraction. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear It hinders your forward movement When you keep bringing up the rear Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes. 
to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. When we say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Reverend Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on unityonlineradio.org and on iTunes. Blissful stillness, come to me. Blissful stillness. Tens of thousands of listeners, like you, have been transformed through the ministry of Paulette Pipe and her program, Touching the Stillness, one of the longest-running programs on Unity Online Radio. Paulette's latest album of guided meditations, Blissful Stillness, is a new and different experience. The mystical quality of her beautiful voice will reverberate through a Zen-style meditation, a mudra meditation, which are yoga hand positions to deepen your practice, and guided meditations, which we know and love. It features a new instrumental sound by Kelly Hunt with a bonus track by Kathy Zavada. Experience a blissful immersion into quiet and stillness by purchasing your own copy at Shop. Dot unityonline.org Blissful stillness 